few moments just to uh, bring us an encouragement on Good Friday evening. Two verses for you. John 19, verse 30. Jesus cries out, words on the cross, it is finished. Or I understand that more grammatically, in terms of the original language, it literally is finished. And then Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Chapter 11 is about the great heroes of faith. Uh, Many of them named, but I like the verses near the end where it talks about the others. And you read about what they did in terms of their expression of faith. It's amazing. You know that in the original Bible uh, manuscripts, there weren't any chapters. They're just to help us. Chapter 12, therefore, in the light of all that we've read about in the heroes of faith, it says, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him, Arena Church gathering on this Good Friday evening 2016, he saw it. The joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of God. For a few moments tonight, I want to just think about that word, finishes. A little time ago, I was driving through Brinsley, into Eastwood and those of you that know that road will know that as you approach Eastwood you start to climb the hill to the traffic lights if you time it wrong you can be there a long time Um, but we were climbing the hill I'd got a preaching CD on in the car and um, I wasn't particularly listening to it it was just there when all of a sudden the preacher with emphatic uh, passion said this he says remember Jesus was a finisher. And it caught my attention. Jesus was a finisher. He didn't just start something, but he completed the work of salvation. And it's no more exemplified than in the power of the cross. Remember his words in the garden a few hours before. Oh Lord, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, Not what I will, but what you will. I need to finish. And I want to encourage us tonight to be people in our own lives, in our own journey, in our own faith, that are people that not only start, but also finish what God has called us to do. Briefly, I want to give you five things that in the power of the cross enable us to be finishers. Number one, we can be finishers. We can complete the race. We can run it with perseverance because in the power of the cross we can rest in his grace. In Ephesians it tells us that we've been saved by grace. That not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. And the cross speaks of God's amazing, undeserved, unmerited favour that sits over our lives. It's simply grace. It almost sounds too good to be true. But here across this room tonight, we have people that have learned to revel in the favor of God. Some of them have gone on a journey of trying to prove themselves to God. Some have tried to work their way to God and realized it's an utterly hopeless pursuit. But oh, when grace touches our lives, 
And we realize that he's done something that we could never do. We can always rest in him. We can be a finisher in the power of the cross, secondly, because we can continually receive renewal. The Bible says that though outwardly we're wasting away. It seemed a bit like that the last few days. Though inwardly we're being renewed day by day. And the Bible tells us that through the cross and through the resurrection and through the ascension, that Jesus Christ confirmed all of the realities of what he did by shedding forth his spirit into the earth. You know, one of the descriptions of the spirit in the Bible is water. And a dehydrated runner is in a dangerous position and possibly potentially lethal. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to run on empty. We don't have to run spiritually dehydrated. We can finish what God's called us to do. Because through the cross, the Spirit of God's been shed into the earth. And he's still giving us renewal every day. Thirdly, we can finish by resisting the enemy. Yes, we've got one. We don't big him up. But the reality is we also respect the fact that he's a real opponent of the faith. And the Bible says that if we submit to God and resist the enemy, he'll flee from us. Try it. It works every time. And here's what the writer to the Hebrews says. He says that by Jesus' death, he broke the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. And God's calling over our lives, friends, is victory. Sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we lose a battle. But the ultimate heart of God for every person here is for us to prevail, to press through, and to be overcomers. Remember, greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Number four, through the power of the cross, we can also come to a place of recognizing the harvest. And the Bible says that we will reap if we do not give up persistence. Let me tell you for a moment about Lawrence and Margaret Livesey. In the 1930s, they went to be missionaries to Tamil Nadu in India. They experienced enormous challenges. One Christmas day, their meal was three bananas. They lived on very little money. And in the early years of their missionary endeavors, they saw very, very few converts. But Margaret and Lawrence Livesey were people that had been touched by the power of the cross. They saw a harvest that Jesus wanted to bring in. They refused to give up. And eventually the harvest came. God used them. One day a man heard Lawrence speaking in the open air. He was absolutely captured by the message of Jesus Christ. This man, a few weeks later, became seriously ill. Still not a believer, but cried out to God for God to heal him. God stepped in in an amazing way and completely healed him. And him and all of his family became followers of Jesus Christ. Today, that man's son, David Prakasam, leads a network of churches of over 600 in 
that part of India. All because a dear couple that nobody was taking much notice of, that had been touched by the power of the cross, continued to be finishers because they saw the harvest. And fifthly, in the power of the cross, we can realize God's purpose for our lives. The Bible says in Psalm 138, verse 8, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. If you come to church, you'll sometimes hear people talking about it in words like destiny or plan or way ahead. But without hesitation tonight, friends, I want to say that there is a purpose that sits over every person's life here. It's contested for. It's contested for by voices that have told you in the past that you have no purpose. It is contested for by that which gnaws away in you at times that speaks inferiority and insecurity. But in the power of the cross, as we heard earlier from Jay and Nathan, there's a purpose that God wants to bring about within our lives. It would be different for me to what it is for you. But there is no better place in life than to know that we're living life on purpose, for a purpose, that is his purpose. Finishes. You may say, Phil, you're talking about finishes. I've not even started. And in a moment, Christian's going to give an invitation for people to begin the journey of being followers of Jesus Christ. What do we need to do? Well, it's not complicated. But maybe you've come tonight. Maybe you've been coming to the church for quite a time. Maybe you've come with a friend. But deep down in your heart, you know that you've not even started the journey, the race of someone that has realized that the cross was for them. That you've fallen in love with Christ and that you've given your whole life to him. Simply tonight, you just need to acknowledge it was for you. You need to express a belief from your heart in the finished, grace-filled work of Christ on the cross. And you need to bring some sort of confession that people will help you with, that he's Lord. And something will shift and change in you forever. Beginning so that you might finish. And then what of us that are Christ followers? Well, it's so important that we not only start, but we finish. We sing a song, an anthem song of this church, I've decided to follow Jesus. There's no turning back. But if you'll allow me tonight as I close, I'd like to articulate the passion of the message in the words of an ancient hymn there's a few of these and thous in it just to make that real but I think it still has a resonance with all of us tonight that are Christ followers that have been touched by the cross that realize tonight that we don't have to do this in our own efforts but we can rest in his grace we can know daily renewal we can resist the enemy We can recognize the harvest and make a contribution to its ingathering. And we can realize God's purpose over our lives. However long God gives us in this earth, that we could breast the tape 
and complete the course. Oh Jesus, I have promised to serve thee to the end. Be thou forever near me, my master and my friend. I shall not fear the battle. If you will be by my side, nor wander from the pathway, if you will be my guide. Jesus was a finisher. And this Good Friday evening, friends, we started. And in the power of the cross, let's finish too.